0: Yeah, you know, and occasionally these people will tell you the truth about them. So, for example, Sam of uh, Bakeman-Fried, he, admit, he admitted it was in a, I think it was a, it was a CBS, it was an interview he was doing with uh, one of these major networks, it, because, you know, they were they were casting him as this altruistic guy that wanted to give away all of his money, and he, he was a real do-gooder, and he finally said, look, I'm going to quote, this is a quote, he said, this is what he said about having an ethical image. It's a dumb game. We woke Westerners play. <laughs> oh, That's funny. A dumb game that we woke Westerners play. That's, that's what he called ethics. And that's how these people are. You know, they, anything ethical is just a dumb game. Uh, and he seemed to be very comfortable about, it. and I think that's probably the way he was raised that look, you know, you're, you are. You were born into a family of the beautiful people, the, the special, you know, we're the ones that are, have all the smarts and we're the ones that have all the money and power and we deserve everything that we have and everybody else is beneath you. So you don't You don't have any moral obligations to anybody. It's okay to lie and to deceive and to cheat. It's okay because it's the survival of the fittest. And if you don't do that, you're working against your own interest. That's the way he was raised and that's the way all these, Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari. all these people were raised,
1: yeah, you know. Dan, you're you're uh, right about the No, you're right about that, and it's funny because there's certain sects of. You know, certain religions uh, and stuff we've talked about that, you know, obviously gets you thrown off everywhere if you have these conversations publicly, yeah. but th- no, there's certain why w- I could mention this. So, uh, you know, Jared Kushner, who recently came out and said, essentially, he's transhumanist. He'd be the last generation to live forever, the first generation to yeah. die. Uh, and he's part of the Habbat Lubavitch crowd and everything. And 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 you've shared many extreme things that their top religious leaders have said. Now, not to say you don't see some of that coming out of extreme forms of Christianity or extreme forms of uh, Islam so you see but the more that I've been studying the technocrats uh, the the history of the eugenesis. now you're talking about like this Sam Bankman and when I study Elon Musk and Peter Thiel so I'm starting to see these guys coming from all different areas but they sh- that is the common ideology they should chair, sort of like we were told that Hitler said about the Jews, like these subhuman mongrels. Well, this is what you hear coming from these elites. They look at us as subhuman mongrels, and they can do whatever they want to us. They can use us, abuse us, steal from us, kill us, uh, whatever they want to do to us, as long as it benefits them. And I think that does come from the absence. I say to the audience, like, I'm not here on this show to sell Christianity, but If you remove any semblance of God, a creator, natural life, mother nature, from this, you end up in what the fourth industrial revolution is, this merger of the biological, physical, and digital worlds, the merger of them into what? A prison, a prison planet where all of us are slaves. And they believe they can be God, but as I tell the audience, they're not God. They're hijackers, they're pirates, and they're freaking hackers. That's why they, they call us hackable animals because they can't create anything everything they try to create is just a copy or they try to hack us they try to dna splice us if they were god they could snap their fingers and have a totally new form of dna they wouldn't have to hack humans yeah
0: Yeah, i mean if you want to put it in terms of satanism well satanism pure satanism they don't even believe in a satan they believe in it's a humanistic belief that they themselves they appoint deity to themselves and that's what whether it's chabad or whether it's it's nazis or whether it, you know it doesn't matter it, you've got a group of people that have appointed deity to themselves and they believe because they've they've uh given themselves this deity that they have the right to do whatever they need to do uh to get whatever they want and walk over anybody or any other group of people that they need to to get it they just they've they've given them their their own providence you know what i'm saying they they just they've uh ordained themselves to do this and that's really what this is it's self-worship and that's what these people are this this kid him to be able to in such a relaxed manner and, and, and so nonchalant and so at ease with doing this to swindle this many people and to do this many dastardly things tells me that at the at the root of him there's at the core is an ideology that tells him that he's God and that he, he has you know his own. I guess it's just the only person he's going to answer to is himself. Whereas if he had a Christian worldview or you know that type of worldview that he he would answer to a higher to a God uh, to an actual God a Creator God, then he would be terrified to do something like this. His conscience wouldn't allow him to do something like this because he would be afraid of Judgment Day. Well, they're not afraid of Judgment Day. They don't believe in it.
1: Yeah, it's like a Bernie. I mean, it is like a Bernie Madoff. If you if you go off of like I always let's just go off of the official narrative story, you know, someone who could go take in all of this money through pension funds, and you know, there's teachers and firemen and policemen, like literally people who who uh, make you know almost nothing in the scheme of things, and then just take all their money and go buy a yacht with it. And you're like, screw them. I mean, I guess when the when the scam is up, it's up. You know, screw these people. I don't even care. And you end up leaving all these yeah. people broken, high and dry. You're like some lady who's been teaching kindergarten for 42 years and uh, is going to retire with a few hundred thousand dollars in her in her pension. And boom, you just steal it. You go, well, what'd you do with it? I don't, I bought a gold watch with it. I mean, what do you mean, what I do with it? It's
0: like they don't even care at all and i i'm a believer but even if i wasn't i would tell you that it you know that the god story would be a myth worth perpetuating or propagating because i want my leaders i want people over me to believe that they're going to answer to something for what they do but i i actually i am a believer but it's you know uh, these people that, that it just goes back to what you said. It's an atheistic really belief. It's uh, they don't believe that there's a god that they're going to answer to. Therefore, they get to make their own rules. What what difference does it make? You know. Well, yeah. If I mean, gonna look, I would, what you, if you're not going to reap what you sow. I mean, uh, when you when you read this. Then, this
1: stuff that I was reviewing last and this was a very interesting piece I reviewed last night because it was written by Harvard Magazine in 2016 and it was basically Harvard admitting to all the stuff they did from the late 1800s to the mid-1930s and then the article ends up basically apologizing and saying, yeah, this was just a blemish on our record. Oh, really? A 45-year blemish? And then they say, well, and we're going to be the leaders in all this transhumanist stuff coming up, and DNA splicing and uh, designer babies, so hopefully we can get it right this time. I'm like, first off, it never ended in 1935. The eugenics programs continued, but no one could be involved with this stuff unless you do believe believe that you are god i mean would you read this shit about like sterilizing the unfit i mean dan this was i found this stuff it was crazy so the minute the history of the minimum wage do you know what the history of the actual minimum wage was
0: i can't tell you
1: okay these progressive yeah, yeah. era economists created the minimum wage for the purpose of forcing a bunch of people out of the workforce that then they could deem to be unemployable right so they say you and i were working as dishwashers and they hated me because i don't know i had japanese ancestry and you have what was your dad lithuanian is that uh no it's croatian Croatian, Croatian. The Croatian. Right. They, so they didn't like Japanese and Croatian blood. So they would set a minimum wage, and let's just say it's today, of $29, right? And so now the, the employer goes, fire, I'm not going to have these two goons here for $29. I'll just fire them. So then they would deem you to be, this is how they socially engineered it, to be unemployable. Then unemployable rolled over into what they called unfit. So now if we were unfit, then we were deemed to be feeble feeble-minded and if we were feeble-minded then they'd send us off to an asylum or like a concentration camp where we would be chemically castrated so these guys were so uh strategic that they were like let's pass minimum wage to force these people out of the workforce so we could declare them unemployable unfit feeble-minded and then chemically castrate them like you don't do that kind of stuff unless you like you said you believe you're self you are a god you know you are the means to the end basically
0: yeah and uh oh you know, that's what got satan thrown out of heaven that's the story you know i will be like the most high and uh so that's what that's the very spirit of satan is i'm god and uh that's that's the problem that this has always been the problem and you get these uh I'm daughters and control the way they have. They've always been around, but it's like you said, now we live in a, in a technological age it, where they can really see an opportunity to do what they tried to do thousands of years ago in Babylon, which is build their one world utopia. And uh, that's where it's just Babylon 2.0. It's what we're dealing with here. It's, it's the same spiritual disease uh, but it's 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 just a different time, and, and now they're they're using technology to bring this about. And this this the thing that probably worries me the most is this, you know, CBDCs. I, I think that they are people really need that the word needs to get out, and people really need to understand what this really means. I mean, they're going to be sold on it. By all the the conveniences and bells and whistles, how may, how much easier to make life for you, but they're not going to consider they're not going to be educated about the the uh, unintended consequences of this, which is someone's going to be controlling every aspect of your life. They're going to tell you what you can buy, where you can go, what you if you have express opinions, you've already seen how this goes with PayPal. It's already here to a degree. I mean, look what happened at PayPal. If you, yeah. if, what do they call it? Misinformation? What well, Misinformation, really, that's code for you're disagreeing with me. And if you disagree with me, and if you have an opinion that's contrary to mine, I'm going to call that misinformation. I'm going to find you $2,600. See, it's already here. It just isn't completely all invasive like it's going to be once C, uh, Central Bank Digital Currency gets you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's, it is it is going to be the end of our freedom, uh, the end of our ability. I, I don't know how any of us really escapes it. You can go live out on a homestead, but you still got to have money. I mean, you so might that, be able to that, survive a- for a while, but I mean.
1: Well, that's what I explain to people all the time of, you know, living one foot in the matrix and one foot out of the matrix. Unless like unless you had five million dollars right now, you could go buy a homestead, build a 50 foot wall around the whole thing, put a dome over it so they can't uh, geoengineer your crops and destroy you. Um, You know, I mean most of us, like you can build a breakaway community and we could trade potatoes and barter back and forth for services and stuff. But at the end of the day, you need to go get a $25,000 John Deere tractor. You're not going to walk into that, uh, dealer with with a sack of red onions you
0: know, and say, yeah, well, Hey, can need, I get the John Deere need, tractor? You're going to need more than, yeah, you're going to need also, uh, along with that john deere tractor you're going to need millions of dollars worth of military hardware because when they want to sweep you out when they get that type of power they'll have the type of military machinery to take you out in a matter of minutes you know they'll have the type of they can just okay well we know where they are they're in this sector right here let's just let's go carpet bomb them well, the other the other thing will. too is like
1: you know, you say a bunch of us got together and we bought, uh, you know, a uh, thousand acres in West Virginia, right, and then you split it up into uh, five acre yes. plots, and then you take 500 acres and you build a big community-owned farm that everybody owns a share in the farm that owns a piece of property in this community, like a half Amish style thing, right? And so down on one yeah. side, you have a big shared office space with internet and everything, maybe over in the living area, people say, oh, screw it, I don't want Wi-Fi and everything over here. So you could, you could build it, people can get together, you can figure it out. But, you know, the issue is they could fly an old-fashioned crop duster over it and just kill your farm. I mean,
0: that's how easy it is. Yeah, the only way that I can see that you would be able to defend yourself from them is is if you had weapons of mass destruction loaded onto a, you know, a delivery system like Kim Jong-un, you know, (laughs) you could look, okay, you can take us out, but we're going to take lots of you with us. So you know you have to have a deterrent and unless if you can you can get the fellows you know to pitch in enough cash to buy you an icbm or a few icbms with some thermonuclear weapons on them and you might have a chance but if it's just going to be you and the fellows on the back of your truck with some ak-47s or ar-15s well you ain't going to go far.
1: yeah let's talk about that quick because you mentioned to me before because you have you know you know, prepped on a personal level where you could survive for a few weeks if shit hits the fan. But like you always were pretty upfront with me and you said, Like, you know, if it gets to the point where you've got to go underground and live in a bunker where you like breathe out of a straw through the ground, like who really wants to do that? Because you said, I don't know if you met some guys or you were watching some stuff with some of these like hardcore preppers, but you said at the end of the day, those prepper communities, like those guys will be eating each other alive a a month after shit hits the fan. Yeah,
0: they'll be sitting ducks because in that world, let's face it. the only thing you own is what you can defend. And right. they've got this idea that in this this dystopian world that people are going to, that, you know, hordes are going to come up to their property. Oh, well, it says no trespassing. And, you know, I could get in trouble with the law. Well, there is no law. You know, or the law is, you know, or actually the people that will be coming up to your property is is the new law that disregards the old law. Therefore, they don't recognize your property. They recognize it as something that they can take, just like the communists did with, you know, with with the Russia, you know, with the Russian citizens and the Ukrainians, you know, back in the 1930s. Uh, they just take it. It's, it's not yours anymore. It's ours, and you know, here's a barrage of bullets to prove it. Uh, and you know, you're not going to have the the type of firepower it takes to defend your property unless you have serious military hardware and i'm talking about weapons of mass destruction the types of things they can use that can match what they would use on you
1: right right yeah because because god only knows what these guys even have i mean they may have the ability to just laser zap you from one of elon musk satellites
0: they can they can sit in their pajamas and fly fly a drone over you and take you out
1: yeah what do you think what do you think happens to the uh Uh, Why do you think they've let the Amish live the way they've lived for so long?
0: Well, I think that,
1: uh, are the Amish there to give you and I
0: hope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But you, you know, the United States, I mean, we've had, we've up until now, up until recently, we've had a constitution that allowed for that type of thing. And people, there was this concept of freedom, but, that's we we're not under that anymore. The Constitution is a to these people that are that are gaining control over everything. The people that are pushing the CBDCs. That's an archaic document from a bygone era, and it doesn't apply anymore. It's they just it's obsolete. They're not they don't care about your constitutional or any of inalienable rights. They don't care about any of that. No, and that, uh, that's how I've, uh, I've explained it's, it's, it to the audience like to before. Schwab say, I mean, he's just saying we need a new way of doing things. You know, we need the, we need to get rid of the, this idea of freedom and and uh, constitution. You know, they, they come right out and say it, and uh, they had a world government forum not too long ago. They were talking about well, what we need to do to get this one world government that. Uh, that we so much need that Dr. Pippa I can't remember her last name is, you know, we need to change the currency. Once we can get the currency, we can control everything. We can have all one world government. And that's the only way is are going to save the world is one world government. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, psychopaths, uh, but they are there. No,
1: they are the most amazing part about it. Dan, when you, Especially when you go back in history, you look at everything I've been looking at and then take it all the way to the present. The the craziest part is where you see that, for the most part, they have worked in sync together. I mean, they really have. Like we said, there might be little power struggles between the varying uh, cartels. But at the end of the day, they've already agreed on... You know what the system is. I, I, I mean, and I understand. You could break it down like Wide Awake Jim has done on the show, and he's coming back next week to do uh, Bank for International Settlements and he's going to show how they control BlackRock Vanguard and State Street and then those three go into the publicly traded companies and they end up taking over like 30% of that company and then they control the board and then they're able to say you're going to do woke policies, you're adopting ESGs and before you know it you're watching the Super Bowl and every major brand you've seen since we were children, you know Coca-Cola, Doritos, every Before you know it, they're all running transgender ads in the matter of like one week. And you're like, wait a second. How are all these companies in sync? And this is how they do it, through this control system. Um, And then eventually once they have us locked into uh, you know once they have us on the social credit score CBDC carbon credits that's no different than putting us all on the ESG system and when you rely on holding out your hand to the government it's for social engineering but they run it through slowly yeah. like they'll roll it out over one two three years so most people won't even realize that happened now you and me you know we may resist or say this is ridiculous and try to cheat it but it isn't about us it's about you know, my kid. It's about people that kids that are even younger than your kid. It's always about the next generation that they're introducing this new stage in the slavery system to.
0: Yeah, if, if for any of your listeners you might want to check out you can find this on YouTube you can find it anywhere. You can go back to April it was the the World Economic Forum they they threw it, it it was a one it was a world government forum that they put on and they had this she's a famed uh economist, entrepreneur uh uh Dr. Pippa they call her Pippa Malgram and she comes from that uh, family of uh you know it, it was associated with uh nixon and kissinger and all that bunch and she says yeah we we have got to get rid of cash She says that the time has come to get rid of paper money and get rid of cash and and uh, bring in usher in a one world digital currency uh and that's that's exactly what they're where they're and she explains why we need to do this is all the world's turbulent economy this will fix everything this is the uh you know it's just the the great elixir that will cure all of our ills and her dad was harold amalgam he was a senior aide to uh presidents john f kennedy Lyndon b johnson richard nixon and gerald ford and uh they're just telling you now they're not hiding it they're telling you what they're going to do and that's going to be the central bank digital currency and that is going to be the end of it and that's what all this ftx crap was about
1: Oh, yeah. No, it
0: is. And I'm telling you, like, all the
1: gig companies that are all owned by the same technocrats, these things, in part, have become these test pilots. It's basically beta testing for what I think will be the first version of the government, you know, wallet, the government app that you carry around with you, where everything will be gamified. And this is how they're going to get you to do whatever they say. So if they want to make you look like an idiot, you're going to get a thing It says, you get an extra seat. CBDC carbon credit token today if you run out to the town square and jump around like a little circus monkey and you go and do it and you're going to get a CBDC token thrown at you I mean it's it's yep. just like the experiment that Elon Musk showed a couple of years ago with Neuralink where they had the monkey with the brain chip in and he's playing a pong inside of his head and every time he does a good job they let him take a sip of a banana shake out of a straw it's the same exact yeah. thing like that's what we are we're the little macaque monkey to these people yeah
0: yeah get ready for a long gang uh, pong
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what do you so i i mean i gotta ask you with all the research and stuff you're doing because i'm gonna ask jim when he's on too and he's trying to follow the technology and he reads all these boring documents out of the un and everything and he's looking at the infrastructure and build out of all the quantum computing they need to run, um, you know, the international version of CBDC because, like he said, the system doesn't work until it's international. At least the entire West has to be tied into it uh, for all the the trading between the countries. It's it all has to work together. What's your guess? Like, when do you think that they're going to try to play the game where they're going to roll it out? Let's say here in the United States and tell people that you're. Social Security, your welfare, your food stamps are all going to be coming through the government cbdc wallet. What do you think the time I, frame is
0: I think that well there's they're doing this pilot uh, starting at the beginning of two thousand and twenty three so we're just about six weeks off and it's a twelve week pilot and I imagine they already know what the results are they're doing just just for show. I think we'll start to see uh, you know the it's, it's all the legislative. everything is in place. You know, the executive order is in place. I mentioned that. That's 14.067 that Biden signed. And uh, I think we'll see it next year. I think we'll see the, the launch of it next year. And, and I would say that uh, probably not long after, uh, we'll see another pandemic, another released bioweapon. And that's when they're going to say, hey, on second thought, maybe cash is, we got the technology now, let's, let's get cash out of the way. We don't want to be spreading this thing to grandma. Let's do it for grandma. And just they're, that, they're conditioning it. I, I think we'll see a lot of the stuff uh, put in place in the year 2023. That's my opinion. I may be yeah. wrong, but it's looking that way.
1: No, I, I think uh, they've done some more tabletops like event 201 and stuff. I think the next pandemic is coming probably, I mean, based on if you go off of the number, you know, their tabletop exercises, it'll be 2025, which would make a lot of sense because if they started, if they start the pilot on CBDC in 2023, and let's say they roll it out at the beginning of like the, at least the beginning phases at 2024, then 2025 for the pandemic would be perfect because you say like, once you go a year into that system and then, and then all of a sudden um, they go, Oh my God, another pandemic germs on the money. Then they go, okay, that's it. We're going to get rid of that. But you know what's great guys. We've mm-hmm. been working on the infrastructure. We have the CBDC in yeah. place. Well,
0: I would, I would, I would say, uh, uh, I I would calculate that to be pretty accurate, and that would give them five years. And by in five years, they'll have their agenda twenty thirty complete.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, that's what I think. They're phasing it. Um, you know, it's piece by piece. And then what happens is by twenty twenty four, if uh, or twenty twenty five, if they launch Plandemic two. That gives this CBDC two years in the works, where it become people become desensitized to it. So by the time exactly. it, this is this is how this is why technocracy, in their own words, is the system of social engineering, and then it's the systematic control of the means of distribution uh, of goods and services and the control of the production of the goods and services. So what is the, What is the system? Once you control the whole money supply this way, you're controlling <laughs> the means of the production and stuff because. You decide what manufacturers are allowed to receive money, which manufacturers are allowed to spend money to buy raw materials, like you control the whole system. So if Dan owns a factory making widgets, and he's not part of the cabal, and if Dan can't spend his CBDC anymore buying raw materials to make widgets, well, guess what? Dan is out of business. He can't get wood anymore. It's impossible. He can't make widgets. So that's how they do it.
0: Yeah. That sounds that's a pretty i would I would go with that calculation yeah uh, that's how I would quantify it I, I would say two years of of uh, you know just getting acclimated to that form of currency and then the, then they drop the next few, which is the next pandemic, and then everybodys well, going, so you, well you know I don't want to touch any you know
1: well, and the thing is they've already see? primed many people over the last what five or 10 years i think you you can't even get a paper social security check anymore it's just a direct deposit uh most employers you know just do direct deposit now every two weeks you don't get a check anymore so this is how they're going to be able to do this and then what's going to happen is you say well wait a second if let's say you work for i don't know a restaurant right one of the places you play at and so all the waiters and waitresses and the staff that works there you know they get a direct deposit every uh two weeks. Well, you say, well, Krabby Daddies, they're not going to go for this. Well, yes, they will because they're using a port- point-of-sale system like Square, okay, which is owned by the technocrats uh, to run their cash registers, and they're using a QuickBooks or a TurboTax that does all their paychecks. Well, all of a sudden, that company goes, hey, we're not doing the paychecks anymore that way, Krabby Daddies. We're just depositing CBDC into these people's Social Security number government wallets. And that's it. It's like Like, that's how fast it gets done. See, all these small mom and pops that are left are operating on software, whether it be like Salesforce or, like I said, Square or some of these others. That's how they introduce it. It's not the mom and pop that goes to seek out how to start paying employees in CBDC. It's their software that they're using that makes the change for them or their bank that makes the change for them. That's how simple it is. And then they make it really easy. They just go, hey, you don't even have to process this anymore. You know, we we do it this way. And so there's a buy-in from everyone involved at all levels of it and um the public is generally primed already because like you said people use zell i mean i've been using venmo when i was still in the comedy business a lot of comedians were like just venmo me man i don't want to check so so many people are used to being paid in technically digital currency anyway because that's what venmo and yeah. paypal and zell are so it's, people are primed for it
0: yeah this is going to be programmable currency too and i think that that what they were talking about the world economic Forum is the, you know, there will be things programmed into the money that will automatically determine what you can buy, what you can't buy. Your it it it'll streamline your tax process. You know the taxes, you're not gonna have, you probably won't have to go to a tax you know uh, to an accountant. They it probably just deduct it automatically.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, every it, 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 every yeah, uh, it, one every one carbon token you get they're taking 30% yeah. of the carbon token. No,
0: yeah. Uh, well, yeah, these AI programs are going to be they're going to pr- that's what they were talking about at that that world government forum uh that I mentioned there was that that Pippa program yeah. uh, there yeah, we we need to design the software this uh or this AI they say uh, that will control the the uh, CBDCs uh, to take care of all that, and, and you know we can we can put in there you know, how much carbon, how much meat, how much travel. You know, uh, it can we can prevent people from buying things we don't want them to buy, like ammo and guns. Uh, you know, they won't be able to take their cash tips and. <laughs> Not
1: report that to the government, and yeah, you know, yeah. Well, and, so and, and, on, so and see, that's why I I mentioned it a couple minutes ago. But I just want to put it back out there. It's it's once you have this system in place, not only does it stop Dan from being able to buy, let's say, ammo with his CBDC the gun shop that Dan goes to could be cut off so they can't use their CBDC to buy ammo. And the ammo manufacturer could be cut off where they can't use their CBDC to buy the metals needed to make the ammo. See, once they control the monetary system in this way, they can cut off everyone all the way down from the end consumer to everyone within that supply chain. So if they want to put a mom and pop, uh, grocery store out of business they can cut off their cbdc so those guys can't buy bananas or those guys can't buy oranges
0: yeah you want to get in the back of your truck with the guys with your ars and go to washington and mount a uh revolution well you're gonna have to buy gas
1: <laughs> you know it's just it's, not, not even buy gas. Yeah, then the the way that it's going to work with the cars, and th- this actually goes back to Your the technocracy. <laughs> Yeah, your car won't turn on because uh, it knows it, it, where you're going. I mean, that's the whole thing that people don't realize. In the original technocracy documents, they had an entire section on transportation. And the plan back then was that no one was allowed to own a car. So the government was in control of the cars. And there would only be one type of car. And it would come in a two-, four-, and six-seater version. And you would literally go to a government budget office or enterprise office. And you would take the car out. Out and then let's say you use the car for 24 hours. When you brought it back, okay. you would be docked uh, energy certificates okay. based on how much energy you it, consumed. It
0: won't just be your. It won't just be your car. You know all this uh, beneath the skin technology that you've H- all talks about. You know, hey, if you start saying the wrong things and you start thinking the wrong things and you express it, you'll probably get some electric stimulation to help you. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, to, <laughs> help, help you. You know, mend that mend your thinking in the right direction. You know, it, it's a slave state, folks. It's a slave state. Uh, we're looking at a total tyrannical slave state with a CB uh, central bank digital currency. It's a slave state. It is. Uh, it is. It is. You know, I I don't like to use terms like it's the mark of the beast, but anth- but it's just like that. It's beastly. Okay, maybe it is, Uh but. It's it's definitely mimics that, and uh, we're on the precipice of it. We better figure out what we can do to stop it. it. And I'm not sure what the answer to that is, other than this. All say I think what we're the only thing we're doing is what we're doing right now, Dustin. We're 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 doing this podcast. We're trying to warn people. Hey, this is coming. Don't be fooled by all the bells and whistles that they're promising you. with. This is what's really on the other side of it. All you got to do is go look at China. They're already doing it there. This is what's heading in your direction. You've got to do whatever you can to stop this. And, you, and, and that starts by we've got to get the word out. And because the mainstream media is not good, they're hiding it. Even the right wing, you know, Newsweek, they'll talk all day about Hunter's laptop, but they're not talking about CBDC, or not Newsmax, or Fox. They'll, they're not going to talk about this stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I put I put out this little plan on the fly the other day. I was just free flowing, and I ended up going through, you know, trying to weed in some, uh, start to weave in solutions, more solutions, and I came up with this thing: educate. Uh, insulate, separate, congregate, and accelerate. So it's educate yourself and others. Those who want to be educated, you need to continue to wake them up and share information like we just talked about here, I've been doing on the other shows. Then insulate, like you need to start... Like look in the mirror and start to say to yourself, there is a rug pull coming that I'm that is not going to have a bounce back. So if you've got money sitting in investments, things like that, how do you free that up? What's the best thing to go buy right now? Physical assets that you wow. can hold on to. Should wow. you take a gamble to buy a piece of property right now, at least a place you can go bug out to that's away from a city? You know, then it's uh, separate. And I said, start to separate yourself from highly, uh, you know, densely populated areas. because because. because you are a little safer if you get a little further out. Uh, And then congregate. You have to start networking with like-minded individuals and start building a new community around yourself of people that know how to farm and things like that. And then accelerate. You need to put your foot on the gas and accelerate all those things I just mentioned because they are coming at us at warp speed. And so we can sit around and talk about it and war game it and all we want. But at some point, you do have to start making moves. You have to make a list of your realistic options, you know, what your goals are. You know, the toughest part I think for people, Dan, is that accepting that this is the new normal, just like they told us, this is Build Back Better. This is the Great Reset. This is the Fourth Industrial Revolution. We're in it right now. We are in a quasi-technocracy right now. And so it's hard for people to accept that this you know, version of the American dream over the last 25 years they sold us of saving for your kids' college and sending them to college and then you saving for retirement, retiring in Disney World so you can play golf every day. Like, those just aren't realistic goals anymore, I don't think. I think people have to realize, like... That is the, the maybe the dream of yesteryear, but it's not realistic. That's not going to be your existence in 15 or 20 years. That's just not the way it is anymore, nope. and it's hard nope. for people and, to and accept have to have
0: that. A, but. I I have to run here in a second, but I, I, I just would close to tell you this way. I mean, the mindset needs to be, hey, look, you can die in your boots or you can die in their corral, okay? but that's what we're coming down to. And and you better, you better put your boots on or or be just willing to be a a willful sheep. Yeah.
1: Definitely. I appreciate it very much, Dan. I know you got to run any, any uh, final thoughts or is that it?
0: Well, uh, yeah, I do have one final thought that that I should always include. This Is, you know, there's, I, as as dark as we painted this picture there is uh, there is a hope and uh, ultimately that hope uh, w- lies in the fact that we do believe in a creator and I do believe that the creator is in control and that before we get up and start worrying about this every day we need to be mindful of the creator and we need to spend time with him and we need to seek him and understand that that he is none of the stuff that we're talking about is too big for him and
1: no uh, that's a good message and i and i do i bring that up to the audience quite often i say um, you know my mentality especially over the last few years since covid land and you know divorce and other things you know take control of the things in your life that you do have control over don't give up and just wait for somebody else to fix the problems you have the ability to take control of the things you have control of everything else you just got to pray and leave it in the hands of God because don't drive yourself crazy trying to solve problems that you don't have control over there are some things that That's you right. just don't have control over so that you've got to leave up right. to God but don't get lazy the things you do have control over work your butt off and try to make the changes you need to make to insulate yourself and to educate yourself yourself and to try to separate yourself from some of this chaos. Um, I, I somebody had mentioned on a show, I can't remember if it was you, that they, they were talking about moving into uh, kind of building their own homestead. And somebody said, "Well, you know, I live in the city." You know, they were friends, and they said, "Well, I'm going to try to do it." And they said, "Well, what are you going to do? Outlast me for two weeks?" And he said, "Yeah, I will outlast you for two weeks, but for those two weeks, I'll be praying for you." <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, I thought it was funny. I mean, so that's, that's my thing. It's like, you can't get so depressed that you're going to climb under your bed, you know, popping Adderall with a gun in your mouth. Uh, but cause you should go out there and use your time and your energy to actually start to make these moves so that you, um, you can insulate yourself a little bit more than everyone else. That's right. All right, Dan, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Say uh, hi to your puppy for me. I'll be down there to train it on well, the, uh, the potty training soon. Well,
0: enjoy Thanksgiving, uh, William's first Thanksgiving. It's, it's, I'm so happy for you. So.
1: Well, we're going to stuff him wow. with uh, some cranberry stuffing and wow. eat him. I hope he tastes yeah. good. <laughs> there you go. It's a Jeffrey Dahmer Thanksgiving. <laughs> thank you very much Dan alright everybody uh, leave us a 5 star review at That's Apple fine. Podcasts and a comment uh, check out pain.tv slash gold if you haven't done that and if you'd like to leave a donation for the show it is donorbox.org slash and Gold Show thank you everybody have a wonderful evening and a fantastic Thanksgiving I am Dustin Gold this is the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold the matrix is a computer generated dream world mm built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. More listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Join the discussion at TV slash gold.